Hello and welcome to Poke Sports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike, and somehow this week I played with four Pokemon on the field. I'm Kevin, and I have no idea how you managed that. Well, I wasn't alone. That's the thing, oh. Kevin. Oh. We played with four Pokemon on the field. We, as a collective entity, now play with four Pokemon on the field. It has finally happened. I mean, Mike technically, it's been a thing for a long time, but now it's fun. So Mike this whole week was what it sounds like playing Dynamax Adventure with Martin and his friends. Meanwhile, Kevin was playing uh, online casual battles with Timmy and his like broken team of all legends trying to find a Series 7 battle. <laughs> how many? OK, so of the battles that you did, how many of them were actual Series 7? I mean, I'm exaggerating for the meme. Like every five battles, I'd have like one little kid with his like non-e-feed Pokemon. Just oh, really? So it was like more often than not. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like there's a collective agreement amongst all competitive players to just play on casual ladder for right now with oh, their Series cool. 17 for practice, which is really nice. That's great. But then every now and then you hit a Timmy and it's... Yeah, you, you hit a Timmy. And it's real sad because <laughs> he's tossing out the Mewtwo's and... <laughs> Mewtwo next to Gastrodon and it's like what are these two doing beside each other yeah, what's even funnier is that like he brings the broken Pokemon right but like you know they're not competitively like bred or or EV trained so you'll go for like I don't know you go for like a brave bird with your Galarian Zapdos and watch Dynamax Mewtwo, Mewtwo just fall and you're like ah, I feel like you shouldn't be falling to that you that should probably shouldn't happen <laughs> also I'm recording this <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you're listening to this on Sunday, October 25th, the day that we are recording it, it is, of course, National Greasy Food Day. Oh, go and get yourself a Arby's McDonald's. I don't have an Arby's in, in Canada. Did you know that we don't have Arby's? We have the meats. I, I don't know what that is. That's the saying for Arby's. It's like Arby's. We have the meats. That's a terrible slogan. <laughs> I hope I didn't <laughs> offend Arby's. Arby's, please don't hesitate to not. Well, please sponsor us. Um, it, yeah, we, we don't have an Arby's. We don't have a, a Shake Shack or a White Castle. I don't think we have a White Castle. So you don't have you don't have hamburgers in Canada is what you're saying. I guess not. I guess not. Uh, so, I mean, if anybody wants to send. No, <laughs> just send some to the P.O. Box. Send some Arby's to Mike's house. <laughs> Address is five, 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 five. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> if you're listening to this on Wednesday, October 28th, which is, of course, when uh, this episode comes out on podcast providers and YouTube, it is National Chocolate Day. Uh, now, this image was brought to us by Deca Cookie, who I just I, I fell into a bit of a, a spiral um, watching her videos. She makes like chocolate and candy out of, you know, fun stuff. Um oh my gosh uh i am so what do you have like a favorite a favorite chocolate oh yeah oh reese's 100 percent. reese's so is because i had this conversation today believe it or, <laughs> believe oh. it or not um reese's is the perfect candy treat because of its simplicity and its consistency in making me happy that's reese's fair sponsor us wow that was that was a beautiful explanation and had you not said that you just uh made that argument today i would have been like that wasn't that was incredible how did you do someone that? tried to argue that like three musketeers was superior i'm like you guys three literally musketeers. have no culture if you think three musketeers is better than reese's <laughs> this is something i'll fight about on social media so x-rays ovation on twitter i'll fight to defend reese's reese's rights as like the top tier of candy and chocolate i'll i'll fight for i'll fight for cereal i mean i cereal yeah 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 i am all about oh, you're the a... cinnamon toast crunch or mm -hmm. french toast crunch if you've never had french toast crunch uh oh boy oh it's so good they're shaped like little pieces of toast and they have like maple flavoring mm, that's the canadian dream right there french toast crunch first time i i, I just imagine those little uh cinnamon toast crunch Oh, like those little monsters from the commercials, and then oh, they yeah. just do like wee wee instead of you know <laughs> no. yelling, <laughs> instead of screaming at the top of their lungs. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's beautiful. Uh, oh, French this exists. Crunch. 
And okay. some people out there, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, it looks like bread and sugar. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to cereal, Kevin. Glad you could join <laughs> us. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kevin, it's, it's crown tundra week. We've made it. We're at the promised land. Um, did you know about these guys right here? Calyrex, uh, was it specter rider and ice rider? I sure. feel like this was the most well-kept secret in all of Pokemon. <laughs> I call them Ice Boy and Ghost Boy. <laughs> the fact that they just have Ryder in their name, I was like, oh, ooh, you're, you're, you're a cool one now. I thought the Calyrex was going to be like some, some lame and then mm-hmm. he comes in riding horses, and it's like, oh, yeah, right. okay. Well, I see I had you came a, to play. I had an inkling. I had mm-hmm. a thought. I was like... Calyrex looks so unfinished. <laughs> like, yeah. like, what is this little little cauliflower looking thing? Like, <laughs> um, so I'm glad they put it on a horse. I find it really interesting. I mean, I don't know if you made this connection, but he's full of triforces around his neck, and then they gave him an Epona, which is really cool. This might be a callback oh, to Zelda. Okay. Um, especially with like BOTW two coming out, like probably next. And year, there are two horses. <gasps> There's two Zeldas. There's two Zeldas. Cold Zelda versus dead Zelda. <laughs> oh, oh no. The timelines uh, are converging. Oh, the many timelines of Zelda. Yeah. But yeah, I, I it was a big kept secret. Like, it's actually funny because me and Mike don't talk about leaks on this podcast, but we are very like, we, we share leaks with each other all the we time. We know what's like, going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even the people that were leaking the game were, were being super hush-hush about it. They were like, here's a very blurred image. Here is a slightly less blurred image. And just like teasing the people up, which is really cool. Well, and, and also they, when, they, they, when they teased the horses, the, like in low res, those horses look like nothing. So it was like, like the, no, that's, this is fake. It's got to be fake. <laughs> it's a it's white like, horse and a dark horse. Have you seen their stats, Mikey? Um... A yes. Oh, what the my. heck were they thinking? <laughs> Holy Glaster. I want to I want to look at that. And I've I've seen on the YouTube channel before we really get into it and we're going to get into it, folks. Um, is there, there are some people online chirping you for how you uh, how you pronounce Ice Horse's name. How do you pronounce Ice Horse? Um, I, I, I was saying Glastrier. You're absolutely what? right. Some people I, said like so? the French name, right? Yeah, and my argument is no, because then Escavalier is pronounced Escavalier. I mean, which it's not. <laughs> you might you might still be wrong about that, and it might actually be called Escavalier, um, but oh. it's not pronounced Glastrier for sure, because uh, it the second half of its name is actually based off of a, a medieval term, uh, Destrier, which is like Ooh. actually a a thing. It's a medieval. A med- eh, uh, Google calls it a medieval knight's warhorse. Oh, yeah. So I'm not wrong. No, I do think it's it's not glass. It's glace for oh, glacier. Yeah, it might be glacier. Glacier. Guys, people are blaming me for mispronouncing names. Maybe you should blame Game Freak for giving these dumb names. Yeah, guys, it's <laughs> it's got a 580 uh, stat total with 30 Why? speed. And 65 special attack. So everything else, the mm-hmm. relevant stats are just huge. At least 100. 100 HP, 145 attack, 130 defense, 110 special defense. What? I, I got This say, is how you make ice good. I'm, I'm kind of a shill sometimes for Game Freak, but there was no one reviewing this when someone put it up and gave it to Mr. Masuda. It was like, hey, is this okay? He was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine yeah because <laughs> this is not okay <laughs> yeah no 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 boy uh but oh. oh my gosh this is a good good horse this horse is a good good boy spectrier uh mm, mm, it's okay here's my argument spectrier is good combined is better combined with calyrex because it actually outspeeds dragapult um but if it's by itself it's it's still undersped by dragapult it's defense its defenses are like really bad, so it right. won't get one shot by anything. And we both know um, that it's not usable right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, combined, I'm, yeah, yeah. And like the ice horse or glass TA 
or glass glacier yeah yo g tier mm. is <laughs> he he's the opposite like i i do believe him on calyrex is less good because of the like 20 base speed he gains True. so it becomes less trick room-esque if that makes any sense but mm. yeah regardless their their calyrex combinations are all banned so yeah for now for now yes for, i've got another prediction for us later but um here we go uh into the news smogon right now of course smogon's going going crazy uh monotype has banned power construct and calyrex specter rider um just because they're absolute crazy abilities and pokemon power construct of course is uh zygarde's um is it an ability or is it an actual move oh gosh i don't i've never used zygarde it's what makes it big. That's the thing that makes. Yeah, that's an ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the thing that turns it into a giant mecha guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, things are going to change in Smogon pretty quickly. But um, currently, Kurum B. Oh, that's Crown Tundra. Currently, Kurum B. There it is. Kurum B, Melmetal, Magirna, and surprisingly, Cinderace are dropping mm. from Ubers to OU. And I say surprisingly, cause we've talked about mm. Cinderace a couple of times being like suspect tested and like coming into the, the genre only to be kicked like very, very swiftly out of, out of mm-hmm. the genre. Um, and now they just kind of let it in. So I guess they found their excuse to bring Cinderace back into the meta. Yeah, I guess this makes sense. Like with so many new Pokemon coming, like Cinderace was broken in a meta where the Pokemon weren't so broken. Right. Like you had a kind of a, like you had a weaker meta game because you didn't have all these legends in. But now that all these legends in, I'm pretty sure Cinderace is going to have a lot harder time yeah. trying to deal with like a Landorus, for example. You know, um, who I didn't see drop, though, was uh, Dracovish. I mean, because that's Dracovish. <laughs> they just gave it Sand Rush now. So you're really just adding fire to bigger fire. Right. Uh, Feramosa, Naganadel, Blaziken, Zygarde, Landorus, Incarnation, and Genesect are all going to start their uh, Sword and Shield career in OU. Um, it's it's important to note because these Pokemon were uh, banned pretty swiftly in previous generations. So mm-hmm. we'll see how they actually do now that new Pokemon have been introduced. I mean, it's kind of cool to have these Pokemon in OU for a little bit and just get to test them yeah. out. but you know i they're probably gonna go pretty soon they're still pretty op can you explain a smogon thing to me yeah so i've been i've been you know playing pokemon for a long time and since the beginning of time at least in my pokemon brain Mm -hmm. blaziken has always been ubers i understand it's because of speed boost but in my experience with blaziken and mega blaziken and vgc they're both not that great okay is so, there something in singles that makes it very good? Protect okay. is not a move that you see a lot in singles. Um, but when you do see it, it's for a very specific reason. And it's usually that um, mm-hmm. the first turn that you send out Blaziken, you just hit that protect. Nothing can touch you. Uh, and, you know, you get that guaranteed almost first hit off on that on the on the next turn um it's just super super strong with that like every other turn you've just got more and more speed on your side Mm -hmm. um the only other guy who's who's really got that is uh oh well you know what i guess uh charpedo's got it but my 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 mind goes to ninjask and ninjask is also one of those pokemon that kind of does that well but it's uh it's typing just makes it so unusable (laughs) In, yeah, that's in a good OU. point. I guess in doubles you have a lot more intimidate spams. You can you can you can whittle down a Blaziken. Right. That's do they actually, use yeah, that's very do they use like sub in uh in singles too? Use sub protect. Yep. For Blaziken, ooh, that I can imagine gets annoying. Uh, Just a thought. Yeah. Now a little bit more for Smogon. Uh, tier shifts will be happening uh, for November first as usual. Um, so next week actually. Oh wow, we're already at the end of October. But they're also going to be splitting November into two. So they're going to treat November 1st to November 15th as its own month. And then November 16th to December 1st as its own month. So they're going to be doing their bands twice in November. Okay. That's that was kind of a smart one because it's a new. They did this for um, for Isle of Armor as well, I believe. But 
Um, they, yeah, it's just a way of kind of speeding things up in terms of making sure that the right Pokemon aren't making an entire meta difficult for an entire yeah. month. You know? Yeah, it's good. I mean, I like it because it uses stats too. That's my primary. So next month got- we've got we've got extra uh, stuff to talk about halfway through. Cor- we actually. Tundra. Kevin, what do you think? This is a it's a competitive Pokemon podcast, obviously, but you know, it's a new game. We all had to play through it. Um, what'd you think of it? Well, I'm happy it was short. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy it was a lot shorter than the Isle of, than uh the Isle of Armor. There was one part in the Crown Tundra that really did anger me though. Really? And uh, I guess spoiler alert for anyone that hasn't played it yet. Watch out. Uh, it was that part where we we had to go in the city, mm-hmm. find the mayor, right? And then you talk to all the people. They're like, oh, the mayor left. And then you go to look for the mayor. He's like three steps outside of the city. You go talk to him. And the mayor's like, you know what? We shouldn't talk here. Let's talk back home. So you have to walk all the way back to the city. <laughs> To just have the same conversation you could have had two steps away from this Ooh. mayor. I had and that's my <laughs> I had a very tough time while your Zoom just broke up so hard. There you go. Uh I had a very tough time um at the very beginning because I it was like late at night for me. I couldn't get to the actual game for a little while. And then I start and it's just like cutscene after cutscene after cutscene. And so I message oh, yeah. Kevin and I'm like, oh man, cutscene Tundra is uh, pretty fun. <laughs> um, okay. In all, in all honesty, it was, it was kind of fun. I, I did I not it. spend as much. I feel like when I was in the Isle of Armor, I was more so hunting for Pokemon. Mm. And this time around, I wasn't like, I honestly couldn't name 10 Pokemon that are actually not like native to the Crown Tundra. Like just like outside spawning in the in the grass or anything, because I'm true. so focused on legends this whole time. Uh, oh, yeah. That's all I really care about, essentially. Uh, I did like the Reggie thing. I I like how they had riddles for Reggies, because that's kind of been like the whole Reggie stick this whole time. Yeah. So it was a it was real nice. Reggie thing. Mm. Yeah, I, I I was upset that that that. Well, no, I I enjoyed that. I wasn't particularly i didn't really understand what most of the puzzles were like i had to look up what a lot of them actually were and then once once i looked at the answer i'm like oh yeah of course that's what that means <laughs> uh so maybe that's just me being dumb but uh yeah i mean i enjoyed it it was like you said it was a it was a rush to the end because it's like you know what's kind of waiting for you at the end there whereas isle of armor was all about the journey you know, it was all about mm-hmm. going through all of the, the places and exploring as much as you can um, and, you know, building up your your cub foo into an urshifu and making it like the strongest fighter or whatever. But Crown Tundra is like there's there's a guy who's like, dude, there are all these legendaries out there. I need you to go and see them all. And that's <laughs> what I did. <laughs> I, I followed the game like it wanted me to but i skipped past all of the stuff that it it gave me along the way i gotta say though they did a very good job get like giving like calyrex its sentience and then just taking over i don't even know his name anymore uh, something peony, like, peony just taking over his body every time he walks out the door he's like hey kevin <laughs> that was very good <laughs> <laughs> oh good to see you man i was just thinking about something really cool i was like <laughs> the first time it happened i i act, it got an audible laughter out of me so uh it was you know brownie points to them for that uh meanwhile here is a list of all of the pokemon who are rejoining the game there's a lot of them uh there's a lot so you might, if you're on YouTube right now and you're and you're watching this, uh, you might want to pause the video or just go to uh, smoke on you where this where this image is from. Thank you, smoke on um, lots and lots of Pokemon. There's still like a lot of Pokemon who are not included, and I'll show you those uh, a little bit later. Uh, more than you think. More than one would think. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking Actually, that's probably going to either be saved for later or. I don't know. We'll see. I just realized every single Gen 7 Mon reintroduced in the Crown Tundra is an Ultra Beast or a Tapu. 
<laughs> they literally wow, took a look at the right. rest of that Pokedex. <laughs> wow, you are so right there. They're just like Gen Seven. Nah, who needs two cannon? We got <laughs> we got Tapu Coco. I want two cannon back. I still want two cannon back now. Oh man. Uh, all right. Well, you can go and get you can go ahead and get yourself an Alolan Cap Pikachu with the in-game code Ultra Pika. We thought it would be what was it? Uh, a Pika. Pika. But that didn't happen. It's Ultra Pika with with the I is a one. They got creative. Yeah. <laughs> All caps. Ultra Pika. One word. Uh, Kevin, there's a Tundra Tourney. Is there? There's a Tundra Tourney. Crown Tundra only Pokemon, which uh, oh. Isle of Armor did that. They had an Isle of Armor tournament before. Uh, Signups go from August. Uh, August. Whoa, what? Where am I? But here is this. <laughs> October 29th to November 12th. That's a long time for signups. Battles go from November 13th to 15th. Only Crown Tundra Pokemon. All of those legendaries just go. Doubles or singles? Do we know for sure? It is a singles tournament. Ooh, spicy. Mm-hmm. Different. Mm-hmm. 3v3? Probably. I really want to participate in this. Do it. I wonder what's good in singles from Crown Tundra. Right? Like, I actually have no idea what OU is looking like right Clue now. yet. I'm going to have to look that up because that is just I'm, I'm excited. I'm curious to see what what that's going to be like is uh, even for singles. Like if you're if you're practicing in OU right now, a lot of the Pokemon that are going to be allowed in the Crown Tundra tournament are not, uh, you know, they're banned. Yeah, that is a good point. And you can still use them in the tournament. Yeah. I guess so we- you almost have to practice with like anything goes. <laughs> but even then, like there are a lot of banned Pokemon and anything. Go- I wish I still had that slide. <laughs> From a couple weeks ago of just all the Pokemon <laughs> littering the screen and Dracovish's big old head right in the middle of it. Wait, that. is it anything from Crown Tundra? What's that? It's anything that you can catch in Crown Tundra? Yeah, but Crown Tundra only. So just whip out your Xerneas, dude. Right? Win the game. <laughs> Angel wants to ask if I'm gonna stream it. You betcha. Yeah, Mike's hype. Mike likes singles tournaments. He doesn't get I them off. <laughs> exactly. I don't get a ton of singles tournaments. I love my singles tournaments. Definitely going to do that. Um, let's see if I actually have that. Oh, yeah. So here's some new, just a better way of uh, taking a look at the new legal editions of VGC uh, Pokemon for series. Uh, well, seven. This says series five. This is taken from what? Cybertron? Yes. yes. Thanks, Cybertron. Thank you, Cybertron. Uh, just a list of all of the VGC viable Pokemon. Um, are there any highlights that you see in this list that we have not talked about already um a little bit of a a segue but it still kind of pertains to the to the question there is a glitch on ranked series 7 battles right now like mm-hmm. if you try to pair yourself up with someone in ranked series 7 you are not able to use raikou entei or suicune for some reason and this has been confirmed by play pokemon that they are vgc series 7 legal this is just a a bug and they're going to fix it oh nice so, if you're looking to just get some actual practice games with people, you can just go into normals, doubles, and then just make sure that your opponent only chooses four Pokemon. Then you can just bypass that right there. Because that, that, that actually made a difference for me because I was trying to get some battles in. And I was just like, why doesn't my Entei work? I caught it in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Did, are, is that to say that those three Pokemon you're actually like excited to use? I, I think Suicune is actually very good. And I think Entei is very good as well. Uh, Raikou's not the greatest because Reggie Eleki exists, but right. like, like Entei is a great like alternative to Arcanine. You get like a fifty percent ac- uh, chance to burn with your Sacred Fire, which is amazing. Assault Vest, you just become like a tanky, disgusting dog or cat. People yell at me. It's a cat, I guess. Isn't and then like Suicune, I get it's a lion. Oh, it's a, it's yeah, a, like I guess a lion, it's a lion huh? panther or something. Guys, they have four legs. They're all ducks. <laughs> Quadrupeds. Go ahead. Yeah, those. And Suicune gets like Tailwind and they all get inner focus now. So they can't get intimidated, mm. can't get flinched, which is amazing too. That's really cool. Can we talk about 200 Dynite Ore for this stupid hidden ability capsule? Is it really? 200 oh, it Dynite right. Ore. And you only get like nine every, every single run through the whole thing. I don't like it. I don't like it. No, thank you for that one. Uh, boom. Here's that list of banned Pokemon. Uh, yeah, I mean this is this is fair. They're just all box legendaries and and uh, mythicals. Pretty much, it's it's whatever. 
right? Just, you can't bring a Mew, sorry. You can't bring a Jirachi or a Solgaleo or, or Calyrex, which is kind of weird because it's like Calyrex was the whole focus of this. Like, you could bring Urshifu. You can't bring a Calyrex? Is it that OP? Is it that OP? No, it's not. Uh, I mean, I feel like you should have been able to run like Calyrex by itself, but not with a friend. But then that becomes too specific and they probably don't care enough to to make that yeah. distinction. That's fair. Um, there, you know who's not in this list? No. Um, who is not joining us for the Crown Tundra? Like confirmed for sure. Glyscore. There's no Glyscore in the Crown Tundra and I'm very happy about that. And if I never see a Glyscore again, I'd be happy. You single-minded individual with your Glyscore. Ice beam it, Mike. It's not that hard. No. <laughs> with it what? Is. What? Name one Pokemon that gets Ice Beam. Pheromosa. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine I just end the podcast right there. Just, we go to a break. And you come back with you come back with tofu instead. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, I'm nowhere to be found. Oh, you're replaced. <laughs> All right, fair. <laughs> so, guys, here's what we're going to do. Um, when we come back from the break, we are actually going to take a break right now. Um, we are going to be talking about uh, a couple of Series 7 teams that Kevin has been using. Um, I, I want to kind of pick his brain as to how he made those teams how he got to where he, he is and all that good stuff all that and more when we come back from the break in just a second and we're back hello everybody and welcome back to Poké sports uh it is time everybody for us to talk about some teams it's been a very it's been a very fun uh week of of playing the sport that we call vgc and kevin you have been playing it more than most uh are you exhausted yet have you been burnt out of series seven nope i'm actually enjoying it mostly i don't know how much of that is uh it feels quote unquote more balanced or it's it's just me enjoying to see and like seeing new faces and having, you know, like this honeymoon phase with the crown tundra. Um, but yeah, I, I find it kind of easier to deal with some of the threats that we were having a really hard time with before in the past. Like what's a Togekiss to Regieleki? <laughs> what's a Regieleki to a non-believer? Exactly, man. Um, so yeah, I actually like, like this meta a lot. I built a couple teams. I've been using mostly new stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so like I got your article. No, that's also, here. that's also just like how you do things. When something new comes out, you and everybody else, you like go real hard into making teams with just that, uh, with yeah. just those Pokemon. There were a couple Pokemon I avoided that are new because I kind of know what they did. Like, right. Um, like, like sand rush Dracovish. It hits Fish's Rend. Like <laughs> we know what Dracovish does. Um, or for example, like Metagross. I know what Metagross does. Right. I agree. Get right. weakness back now. Which wasn't uncommon in the past. It's just like now you get the whole Dynamax factor. Mm-hmm. So just these new Pokemon are really interesting to me. So let's take a look at at one of the new teams that you've made. And and these three, actually the first two, have been up on the YouTube channel already. So I'll make sure mm-hmm. to put uh, cards up for when people are where people can actually go and look at that. But uh, the last one is actually going to be one that hasn't been shown yet. Uh, so people Exclusive. on Twitch are getting a, getting a bit of a sneak peek into one that's, that's coming out pretty soon. Uh, all right. So let's look at the first one. Boom. It's Zapdos, Galarian Zapdos. You made it. You made the team. Now looking at that, uh, you've got three new Pokemon, Zapdos, mm-hmm. Heatran and Landorus. Uh, Darien. But you've also got Lapras. Did I say Lapras or Landorus? I meant to say Landorus. I'm probably, sh- I think I said Landorus. But you've also Landorus. got Lapras, Comfy, and Dragapult. Yes. So my thought process here was okay, Dragapult, and I knew this like coming into this, like Dragapult, and the biggest issue with Dragapult is that like it does so well against so many Pokemon that are coming into the meta. 
and it doesn't really have a counter to it right now because there isn't really anything faster than it <laughs> except for Reggie Lucky who gets nothing but electric moves right. and ancient power. So Dragapult is very strong and if you're going to run a team then Dragapult is either something you need a counter for or you need on your team because it's that oppressive. I decided to stick it on this team just because why not? We'll take advantage of it while while people are still trying to figure out counters. And I had the thought process of, okay, we just run full physical mm-hmm. with uh, your very standard Dragapult set, Dragon Darts, Phantom Force, and Fly. And we also go back to our tried and true Comfy with Draining Kiss and then the Weakness Policy on Dragapult. We pop Weakness Policy if we want to do that. But I took it one step further because Zapdos also gets access to Thunderous Kick. And with the Choice Scarf, you outspeed Dragapult. So what you're able to do is go for a Thunderous Kick on Amon, lower their defense by one, and then just hit them with a Dragapult attack. And that's pretty much typically always a KO. I've seen this strategy also used a lot with um, Zapdos and Cinderace. Just like Zapdos with Choice Scarf, just so you can obviously be fast. Next to one very hard-hitting physical Mon, just is pretty disgusting. Like, uh, mm. I think there was an instance where I was uh, against the Metagross, and the Metagross Dynamax. The Metagross is, like, base 130 attack. I should not be KOing a Metagross with a Max Phantasm at, like, neutral. Um, but yeah, I just went for a Thunderous kick onto the Metagross, did, like, two damage to the Metagross, lowered its defense by one, and just obliterated it with a Dragapult. <laughs> And it's not like Zapdos is Galarian Zapdos is particularly weak either or uh, uh, frail. It's got base 90 HP defense and special defense. Mm-hmm. So it's it's able to take a hit. I think in terms of stat distribution, Zapdos definitely got the better better of the three. Like the stat distribution is really nice on Zapdos and the fact that it's the fastest one too really helps it out as well. The typing isn't the greatest in the world, but I'm so happy that you're able to run a Zapdos on like a uh, on a, a team next to Landorus as well, because it's flying type. You can just spam EQs as much as you want. Yeah. You know what I thought was kind of interesting too, is the, that we firmly believed that these birds would have their stats like redone. Yeah. Uh, and they weren't really, I mean, they, they were in that, like, you know, they would have their stats swapped, but same stat totals, uh, you know, for in like Galarian Moltres's case, it's uh, special defense of 85 became its attack stat. It's uh, special attack stat from Moltres became Galarian Moltres's special uh, special defense stat. So like it, it, they're all the same, just moved mm-hmm. around. Yeah, they just played with the numbers a little bit. Um, yeah. But I mean, I think personally, in my personal opinion, maybe people will disagree with me about the Zapdos since Zapdos was used competitively before. They've all gotten better than what they previously were i think i would agree with that yeah uh in terms of like stat distribution the one issue i have and i will cry this out to the heavens until the day i die mm-hmm. is why are some psychic types allowed to learn ice beam like i don't know i think reuniclus can learn ice beam or like something dumb yeah. can learn ice beam Right. But galarian articuno can't learn icy wind even it can't learn ice shard it can't learn a single ice type attack and none of the birds retained any of their prior typings actually right i'm, I'm no looking at the galarian articuno right now it's it's nothing it's nothing it's nothing at all there's no there's no wild charge on zapdos like everyone predicted there's no fire blast on moltres like everyone predicted like anything would have been great which <laughs> i understand because that probably would have brought these Pokemon over the top in terms of just like overall move pool, and they didn't want to break the meta. And that, like th- th- this is why it makes me feel like Game Freak actually cared about the meta here, is because everything that we thought was going to be broken, they didn't release. And oh, are we getting the, into it? Are we getting into it here? We're getting into it right now. Even the case of the Tapus, where Home had the Tapus coded with the terrain moves. They did not release them with the terrain moves. And I get so many people on videos, because I talked about it in the video, saying, I'm pretty sure that like uh, Tapu Bulu gets Grassy Glider. I'm pretty sure that, that Lele gets Expanded Force. They don't. Unless it's like a future event. Currently, they do not. It does not exist. They cannot learn it. Like, you could try all you want to run to the crown, to the Isle of Armor and give them a, like Armorite Ore. It, it doesn't work. Uh, but hey, if it was going to work, 
these Pokemon were gonna be broken, which is why I feel like personally maybe Game Freak is actually paying attention to the competitive scene here because you know, yeah, they would have broken the meta. Like, I feel like they honestly would have. I mean, that's true, right? Like, it, it could have been a decision after the fact where mm-hmm. like they pushed they gave the document to the home staff and they're like, all right, this is uh this is the list of Pokemon that are going in. This is their list of moves. Uh, go ahead, cut print. And then someone comes running in, they kick down the door. They're like, Mr. Masuda, Mr. Masuda, I've got something to tell you. I've, I've done some testing. The bulus everywhere. <laughs> we we got to stop it. Masuda's like, we've already given in the, we've already given in the paper. And the boos, the tapus. <laughs> while they were having that conversation, the man holding the glacier sheet just walked right past Masuda and went print. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just leave this here and put the tapu paper on top of that one. <laughs> and that's how Glacier is here today. Speaking of, <laughs> let's talk about Glacier. That was the second team that you went and and made this this week that you've seen on on the YouTube channel. Uh, Glacier has a pretty intense move pool. Actually, now that I'm looking at it, uh, mm-hmm. he had a weakness policy on that, but it's got high horsepower, smart strike and ice school crash smart strike. That's an interesting one. See, my idea behind this was the to just go ahead and try to give Glacier the ability to Dynamax get its defense up, get its special defense up, and then have a stab move. So that's why I have the the ground move, the steel move, which I would probably switch for heavy slam, personally. Mm. I didn't honestly know it got heavy slam, but yeah, I would probably switch it for heavy slam now, especially if I'm dynamaxing it. But anyway, we have uh, steel move, ground move, and icicle crash. You pop your weakness policy here by the dust clops going for brick break onto the glacier. You have another option if you want to go for rock tomb on the dust clops into the glacier. That'll actually lower your speed uh, a little bit more, which would essentially help you out in Trick Room. And then there's also a secondary strategy here with Feramosa. Feramosa gets speed swap. So after you proc a weakness policy or your opponent procs a weakness policy, because there were so many instances where this dude, <laughs> this dude, Glacier, was living G Max fireballs from Gigantamax Cinderace with Life Orb. And I was just like, Excuse me? <laughs> Above 50 HP, too. I was just like, excuse me? <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I was impressed. It procced my weakness policy. I was able to destroy it with one hit. And, like, well, like once your weakness policy is procced, you just swap in the Feramosa. Give the Glacier your 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 stat boost. Well, with, uh, not your stat boost, your speed swap, and give it the Feramosa speed. Mm-hmm. And now you just have a plus two horse. With literally defenses all around. Like, actually, I'm actually curious. Like, if we calc this out, what what Glacier's base stat total will be with uh, Feramosa's speed? Oh, I can speed. tell you right now. All you need to tell me, uh, what's Feramosa's base speed? I got you. One second. Live on the podcast. 151. 151? Yeah. That's gross. So that would be a stat total of 701, Kevin? You have almost an Arceus's stat total. <laughs> and you one do, actually. You have a better Arceus, actually. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. That's... So, whoa. Needless to say, where Glastier stands here on this podcast. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely go and use Speed Swap on your, on your gla- uh, Glastriers. Oh, that's scary. Get these rental codes while they're still... Rental, yeah, there's a rental code up on the screen right now. Uh, may or may not actually be available by the time this podcast is up. So I will try to milk it until Wednesday. I'll try to keep them in there. But yeah. And if uh, if you do miss it, then I will be putting the uh, pokey pastes down in the description of the YouTube channel. So uh, definitely go and check that out. So, yes, uh, Glacier, the the only other thing I'll I'll mention, um, this is a six Pokemon team. Obviously, there isn't just Glacier and Glacier and Feramosa. Um, There's Glacier, Feramosa, Dragapult, Dusclop, Samoongus, and Incineroar. Dragapult, again, that that same physical Dragapult. Yeah, just uh, in case I wanted to 
um, just have like a fast mode here. You're still able to coach the Dragapult and Dynamax it, and just like do that instead with Life Orb because Fermos outspeeds Dragapult. Mm -hmm. So I just try to take advantage of that there as well. Uh, you also have like Amoongus, which kind of fits in both modes, and then Incineroar, which uh, is Incineroar. Uh, I gotta say though, if you're running Intimidate on your teams, be afraid because there are so many new Defiant Mons and like, you know, Galarian, Articuno gets competitive. There are times where I forget that Zapdos got, gets like, you know, Defiant. And I'm just like, yeah. oh no, wait. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought Incineroar here. And I mean, people are using it right now. Yeah, but it's actually very popular. Yeah. yeah. Like popularity aside, it is a legendary Pokemon that is available in VGC. Uh, people are People go and use it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so yeah, go and go and use this Glacier team. It wrecks shop. Um, I'm excited to use that in Series 7. I'm more excited to use my Rain team, not going to lie. But I'm also excited to use Glacier. Uh, this might actually fit now that yeah, I think hey, about it. Hey, put it on the Rain team. Who cares? Have like a half Rain, half uh, Trick Room. You can make it happen. I wouldn't. You know what? Like, I, I like Glacier. I still don't like trick room enough to want to use it in that. I think I'd be the person who would uh, more likely use speed swap. Okay. That's also fair. Mm -hmm. So the third team, the one that has not been revealed on the YouTube channel yet uh, for all of you here on Twitch, this is your first chance to go and grab this, use this as you can. And of course it involves one of the most broken Pokemon in the game so far. Uh, it's Reggie Lecky. How many people Lecky. actually saw Reggie Lecky coming in in its in its OP uh, category? Um, I think what makes it OP is its ability. Its ability is a lot worse than we thought it was. And like when uh when Angelos was working on the Pokesports Pokesports.org damage calculator that includes all the Crown Tundra stuff, what we were doing was holding off on Transistor and Dragon's Mob because we weren't sure what the base stat increase would be. Mm -hmm. It's 1.5 on all electric moves. You got a free choice band. Yeah. So the free choice band plus the free choice specs plus the free secondary choice specs. I said choice band. What am I saying? It's a free choice specs plus choice specs plus choice specs because you have the electric terrain on the Coco. That's a lot of damage, That's a Mike. Lot of damage, dude. And then you got the free choice specs from Rising Voltage. <laughs> That's even more damage, Mike. That's a lot That's of damage. That's four of them. <laughs> can I? Can I just? Can I just? Uh, uh, let me give a quick <laughs> breakdown of this team because this team is disgusting. Uh, Regilecki, Zapdos, Lapras, Tapu Koko, Metagross, and Metagross, and Landorus, Therian. Dude. Oh. <laughs> That's five out of six, uh, like, Crown Tundra Pokemon, yes, but, but four out of six legendary-ish, or like pseudo-legendary, or whatever they call it, and Metagross. Like, I mean... Can you blame me, Mike? I can't. I can't, because they're all great. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this thing. Um, Tell yeah. me about everybody on this team. So we know a lap. Also, we're Lapras, because that's easy. Lapras, um, it has resonance. It sets up the resonance. And also, the Life Orb la uh, Lapras has been seeing a lot of play, because for some reason, Rillaboom hasn't really been seeing play, which is so weird to me. I mean, it's been... It'll always have, like, some type of... Um, you know, usage, but it yeah. hasn't been it, this oppressive 40% usage threat that it used to be. It's actually down in like 15% usage right now, right. which is like not where you'd expect to see Rillaboom at all. Um, but yeah, you, Lapras can kind of deal with it now, especially with Landorus Intimidate spams and uh, Metagross being a very good switch into Rillaboom. Rillaboom cannot touch Metagross at all. Um and if it does go for the high horsepower, you're just procking your weakness policy at that point. Um, See, so yeah, that's kind of my thought process here. I have the double flying type just to help with my ground weakness because I have three ground weaknesses on this team. Granted, one of them wants to get hit with the ground move. Um, and the Coco is there just to set the terrain. Coco is not bad. It could have been better with rising voltage, but hey, we got Reggie Lucky with base 200 speed now. And... <laughs> <laughs> yep the fastest pokemon in existence faster than deoxic speed i think it should be i hope i don't know don't quote me 
so my thought process behind the Regilecki was obviously rising voltage. I'm not even using Thunder Cage because I don't it's it's not that strong. Right. Thunder Cage is only good if you're going for like a confirmed. It is faster than Deoxys Speed. Deoxys Speed only has base 180. A measly base 180 speed. <laughs> measly. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> Compared to Regiolecki, and it's seven thousand power. This is something I like to do on my streams, by the way, is I like to calculate how much base power these moves are getting. So let's do that right now with with something like I don't know, Rising Voltage, which has a base. What is that? One forty in. It becomes seventy. Yeah, seventy times two. So yeah, so base one forty in terrain. Uh, You've got that plus Electric Terrain, which is again thirty percent. Yes. So 1.3. Yeah, so 1.3. So 140, that's 170 plus 13-ish. You got oh, Mike's doing this in his head. Okay, I'm doing this in real time, man. Uh, choice specs, you got another 1.5. So that's going to be 270-ish. And then you've got... 73. Sure, 273. And then you've got Transistor, which brings that whole thing up another 50%. This math might be slightly off, but I believe that is up to about 400 400 four base ten. power. 410, yeah. Plus stab. <clears throat> Plus stab. <laughs> You've got another 50% right there, my friends. We're up to 600 right now. <laughs> 615. 615. Dude. <laughs> you thought Dracovish was a problem? <laughs> the fact that it also comes with extreme speed is very funny to me because that's like. Oh, all the times you bring something down to a sash, it's just like, boom, dead. Oops. <laughs> boom, dead. Well, see, the the reason extreme speed is even there is because it's move pull it so bad. Right. <laughs> it only has electric moves. Doesn't need anything else. It has electric moves, hyperbeam, explosion, <laughs> and ancient power. So, ancient um, power. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So the thought process there is a rising voltage for damage, extreme speed for priority, volt switch for pivot because we're running choice specs on this thing. Of course. And then electric web for speed control if we are really desperate to outspeed our opponents because I promise you Reggie Lucky will. I don't know so much about your Jason Mon. Yeah, electro web's one of those underrated moves, but again, at base 55, uh, you're still going to be chunking for quite a bit with transistor choice specs stab uh, uh electric terrain 55 is still 240 uh base damage <laughs> Two forty so you're doing base 240 damage. hp to like well not necessarily yeah, base yeah, damage yeah yeah base damage yeah we'll we'll have another podcast where we get into uh how power and special attack attack influence uh damage and how the actual numbers are calculated because that's a that's a whole different can of potatoes that I do not touch. That is a spoiled can of potatoes for Kevin. We don't eat those. Kevin don't eat those potatoes. Folks, that is your Reggie Olecki team. So for those of you who have your switches out right now, please go and try out this team for yourself. Um, go and, and use it. And of course, this will be uh, on the YouTube channel. Uh, what, tomorrow? Got to be tomorrow. Uh, sure. Uh, no, tomorrow Spectre. And then uh, day yeah. after Reggie Lucky. Okay, so Tuesday. By the time so you, you see two this, days you'll have seen it. Cool. All right, and that is going to be the end of the podcast. Kevin, uh, Crown Tundra, yay or nay? Yay. I liked it. Yeah, I'm really enjoying this too. I think once once Series 7 comes out, uh, once we have our first month of it and people are still experimenting, it's going to feel just as fresh as Series 6 did. And mm. then the second month, I'm really hoping it doesn't feel like the second month of Series 6. I doubt it. I think people were just mad in Series 6 that they were losing their Cinderace and their Togekiss and their Rillaboom. But they're all back. So you don't have to be mad anymore, guys. It's only a game. <laughs> so you have to be, to be mad. mad. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, good. And with that, we are going to go and get some Dynamax battles on. Time to play with four Pokemon on the field, folks. Everybody else, I hope you are uh having yourselves a great week hope you go and have yourselves another great one uh make sure you're following us on all of the uh different places that you can do that that's youtube that's twitter instagram apple podcasts is a great place to rate and review us patreon we just hit 
a new um uh we we just opened up a new tier and that is an exclusive uh merch tier uh every three months of being in that tier you will receive yourself a uh one of our quarterly merch items with exclusive designs uh designed by by different people in the poking sports community um, this first one has been designed by uh, Peachy Momo, which is an amazing, amazing person. Um, I believe you get that on a mug for the next couple couple months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're there for three months, then you get that. Uh, in the meantime, as well, in that same tier, you receive a, a competitive team of the month, which Kevin himself goes and uh, creates for you. So go and check that out. Patreon.com slash Pokesports Podcast. Uh, Want to thank all of the amazing patrons. Patrons like Ahmed, Alex, Dante, Elijah, Zach, Brian, Carlo, Colton, Lights Out, Lewis, Neil, Scott, Cap, and Alex, Kale, Josh, Mel- Mallory, Dustin, Jesse, Joseph, Kevin, Rowan, Martine, Ro, Ixon, Robert, Spencer, Jack, a separate Jack, different to the first Jack, but not that same Jack. Don't get it twisted. Swede, Level 1, Pidgey, Chad, Christopher, Federico, Greg, Jason King Boo, LA Caveman, Ryan, Tristan Perry, Ryken, and of course, Mod Tofu. Uh, thanks to everybody uh, for listening. Thanks to M Dash for every single second of every single piece of music that you hear on this podcast. We will see you again next week for an all new episode, which will be our 52nd, which, if anybody has been keeping track, 52 is the amount of weeks that you have in a year, and we've been doing this weekly, so. It's our anniversary. Yeah. And we'll see you then. Bye, everybody. Bye.